Welcome to The Balance Show. We're your co-hosts, Taylor, Chloe, and Steve. Each week, we'll be answering your questions, diving deep into popular topics, and most importantly, helping you find your balance. Bam, bam, bam. Can somebody else do the and part? That's the worst. <laughs> and Steve. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to our podcast. Today, it is myself, Chloe, Steve, ready to go. We're all here. We're all here. We're going to talk about finding your passion and your purpose in life. I think we're all three really fortunate because we feel like we've found that at such a young age. So we kind of want to talk through this with you guys and just kind of share our experiences, our insights, and maybe help you find your passion if you're struggling with that. To bounce off that, all of us had a kind of a different um, idea as to how our lives were going to go career-wise than what they're going right now. Do you guys want to talk about that? Where did you think you were going to end up? I grew up in a like a family where there were a lot of medical professionals. I had a few uncles that were doctors and then my mom's a nurse Um, and then a couple of my aunts are nurses. So that's kind of where I thought my career was going to go. So I, I invested a lot of my time. I mean, a lot in trying to be a doctor and I did actually go to med school for a year and a half. What about you, Chloe? For me, I was one of those kids who I hadn't, I was just a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of those kids. And I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to be. I would look around my classroom. I was in like second grade. People are like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a teacher. And throughout my whole life, I never had that one thing that I was like, I want to be this. So I struggled with that. I went into college, started out, um, I think I was in exploratory studies starting out, went into veterinary medicine because I love animals so much, Um, turned out to be way too emotionally taxing for me, switched into business, thought I wanted to be a consultant and go into companies and completely renovate their processes. And that was like my newfound goal. And so I kind of had no pressure from my parents. Taylor, our parents were really just supportive of whatever we wanted to do. I think at one point I was like, I want to own a hair salon. And they're like, (laughs) you do that. (laughs) And so we were really opposite from Steve because we didn't have that pressure from our parents. But I think it also gave us a lack of direction in a way too, because we're like, what do we want to do? Did you feel like you know what you wanted? I felt, well, (laughs) growing up, I wasn't too into school. I was very much so into the social scene, the partying scene, I guess you can say. And I honestly didn't think that I was going to go to college because we grew up a certain way and our dad owned like a ton of dealerships and this and that. So I was like, I don't need to go to college. (laughs) You know that. Yeah, you're set. Exactly. Which is a terrible mindset to be in, by the way. And then when we lost it all, I kind of changed as a person and uh, got really into nutrition and fitness. Our parents used to bodybuild, so I kind of followed their footsteps and I knew that I wanted to do something in nutrition. By the time I graduated college, um, I went through the dietetics program, ended up not wanting to become a registered dietitian and instead kind of be just a, not just a nutritionist, but a nutritionist without the dietetic, like the RD behind my name. Um, yeah, I just, I thought I was just going to be like an online 
nutrition fitness coach my whole life I was perfectly content doing that for a year out of college and then everything changed yeah you love that you kind of forged a new path with that I think you did that when no one else was really doing it you just kind of started doing that you were qualified which was rare in that field I think a lot of people just kind of jumped on it and that was so cool and you could have probably kept doing that forever and been happy like you said Mm -hmm. totally I wanted to ask you guys the thing I had on my list today is the idea that everyone is meant to have one path, one passion, one destiny, and if they don't find it, they fail. Do you guys believe that everyone has one path, or do you think that they create that passion for themselves? I think that um, a lot of the time, your passion is not something that you're aware of until you're exposed to it. A lot of the time, with school, the way it is structured, they're forced to find something to do for the rest of their lives so early on that it puts them in a terrible position moving forward because a lot of, I mean, even the physician burnout rate, that for me, that was something that was really uh, terrifying because it was, I think it was 52% by the time I was in my second year of college. And that kind of, like, honestly, that was kind of the tipping point for me. I was like, man, I'm already burnt out. And like Mm -hmm. more than one out of every two people are burnt out. So I think that just goes to show that, um, I don't know if it's that it's rushed that people, get kind of stuck in a career that's not their passion. Um, but I do know there's something broken in the system that kind of puts people in a position where they need, they feel like they need to find something to a make them money because they're in a ton of student debt and B, um, just like jump into the professional field early enough so that you can build a uh, resume yeah and and something that people will respect like your family your friends there's just a lot of pressure yeah well think about this like you go through all of elementary middle school high school you're treated like a kid and then the moment that you leave high school it's like okay decide what you want to do for the rest of your life like i haven't even had a real job yet (laughs) working at hollister all this time like i can't believe that in high school we're not having classes that teach us all of the options in the world and let us kind of travel down those paths and see if it's right for us like I can't believe that that hasn't been introduced in the whole country or like just shadowing things and trying things out while you're in college I Mm -hmm. feel like you have to actively go out and seek those opportunities and you don't really know how to do it or how to even get involved because it's not really a widely known thing it's just like you go to class you take a test there's not much exposure to like professional fields or real life situations that you're going to find yourself in especially like up through high school i i didn't have a single like finance class i had polyhedrons class hypotenuse i can get i can figure out the hypotenuse of any rectangle (laughs) exactly organic chemistry got that shit it's a good foundation so like school provides a very good foundation of knowledge but there's no real life skills unless you took a cooking class which really doesn't apply there's no real life skills that we're learning at at a young age in our adolescence or even in college it's like in college those are elective classes i think that's a problem too they call them electives like oh this is just additional to the curriculum get get an a skate by yeah who's to say like one thing is a must a must know right exactly not everybody's going to be a scientist when they grow up i don't need like right now organic chemistry plays absolutely no role in my life right but like taxes and finances we knew nothing about like starting my own business I literally knew nothing about taxes. Well, and then even in those classes, like when I switched into my business major, I'm taking accounting and I'm taking, 
you know, all of those types of classes. And even then, it's not real life applicable. Mm -hmm. It's so theoretical and it doesn't apply it to a way that's interesting for kids. It's like we need to renovate the whole system. And it's like completely behind too. Like social media now is huge. And I I probably... I didn't even learn about that in college like I had just started mine and it just had became a huge thing when I graduated but they should be teaching how to be a social media marketer for even like a business or a brand that's what they should be teaching in marketing like we've just hired two young women who just graduated with their marketing degree young beautiful women they're young and they're beautiful and they're women (laughs) (laughs) just making it clear you know and just to be clear and they just they never learned anything about social media in school and so like it just needs to catch up Mm -hmm. and so that's that's one of the things with those pressures so you the pressure from your parents or the people around you you want to make them proud you want to do the things that they want you to do but then you also have the societal norm pressure that's hey you need to know what you want to do you have to go straight into school and you have to know what you want and it has to be a respectable profession yeah like if you were to go up to your parents after college and be like uh i think i'm gonna start my own business they would most likely be like uh what the heck no you're not like what happened to this plan that we have we laid out for you all this time so i think a lot has to do with who's around you and who's supporting you and even if you don't have that support from your parents because your parents are trying to protect you they know what they know and so they want you to succeed but you have to take that leap on your own and figure out what you want to do on your own without anything in the background yeah and i think back to the original question like that you brought up do you think you can have more than one passion i think that's 100 percent true you can Mm -hmm. but in order to find your passion you have to explore for it and sometimes something like structured like school isn't going to provide that kind of uh clarity to you you're going to need to explore on your own like what are you interested in and having a job that is your sole passion that might not even need to be your job like it just I feel like it has to be something you're good at or interested in at least like let's say for me my nutrition and fitness passion turned into my career but it was almost so much to a point that I like didn't want to be fit or care about my nutrition myself because that's all I did on a daily basis so it's not necessarily pursuing your passion just pursuing something that interests you and that um fulfills you yeah because i mean if you if you were to take a hobby that you really like and turn it into a profession Mm -hmm. some i mean that can burn you out Mm -hmm. you can get if you're not careful you can grow it and not enjoy that thing like competing and bodybuilding i used to well i do now again i was kind of out of it for a bit but um competing really made me not enjoy training at all and that was something that i did for six years without ever feeling burnt out and now i'm just out of that like structured that structured way of going about training it kind of put me back into a place where i really enjoy it so you have to also take into consideration if your passion aligns with long-term um profession because you don't the last thing you want to do is just make you make yourself hate the hobby that you once enjoyed and was kind of an outlet So you have to decide if it's either going to be your profession or your hobby and you're going to pursue it in either direction. But with with that, you know, if you do decide to try to make your passion your profession, I think the very first step is just to figure out who you were before anyone else told you who you were. I was just going to say that, actually, Chloe, because I feel like you had an influence 
in your life that um, made you forget who you were. And right when you let go of that person, you started dipping into those passions again and you found out what you were passionate about again, like way back when you were like six or seven years old, like being creative and artsy and all of that. You've, you lost that for a bit. So just try and like listen to who you always were. Yeah. I feel like on that note, now that I'm thinking about it, it's almost like we need to separate passion and purpose because you can have so many passions and your passions make up who you are and you're made up of all your past experiences. And so I think that's why you're passionate about things because you've been through the good and the bad. And then through that, you find your purpose. Mm -hmm. So like for me, because of what I went through and the struggles that I went through, Now I feel like my purpose is to help other women unveil and step into their power. That's my purpose, but my passions are many. You know, I love to read. I love art. The list goes on and on. And I think those kind of make up your personality. Yeah, and it it takes a long time to discover your actual purpose. Or at least it can. And I think it comes from your life, your experiences, right? Yeah. Something you're good. I mean, honestly, something you're good at. Yeah what you're good at and or a problem that you want to solve and I was looking up some statistics and when you ask someone what is your passion the most answered question is to help others and that's so fulfilling as a person just to be able to see a need and fulfill it yeah and to to bounce off of that helping others can be done in so many different ways Um, I, I mean, that personally was my reason for going into medical school, but the more that I understood what medicine really was, um, this day and age with insurance and everything, it didn't feel like that was the way I wanted to help people. It just didn't, it wasn't as, um, for the field I wanted to jump into, it wasn't as personable. It wasn't as hands-on one-on-one time, like actually seeing how you're helping people. It was just more of like a list, a checklist of things you're supposed to do, A, B, C, you're done, you've helped that person. I wanted, I mean, I'm still trying to discover exactly how I want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one way in which we can. I feel like for you, Steve, you help the people around you grow. Like your team of people on the operation side for balance, like I can see them growing um, and you have a big thing to do with that. And like for me personally, being married to you, I've grown so much because I'm around you. Being your sister-in-law. Look at me grow. (laughs) Look at me go. I think it's important, like bouncing off of that, of just really um, being as empathetic as possible with people around you because everyone has something to offer. And if you take the time to listen to what they have to say, like you're going to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. So... Um, even if it's somebody that you can't really enjoy being around, there's always something that you can take from that person and utilize, um, when you communicate with other people to help them kind of, um, advance Mm -hmm. or evolve, I guess. So let's say you've done this, right? You've taken a step back. You look at all your influences and you peel them away. You figure out who you are, what you're passionate about, what you feel your purpose is. What is the next step, whether you're just graduating from college or you're 45 and you're wanting to change careers? What do you guys feel like is the next step in pursuing your purpose? Just coming from 
my position from where, I mean, I, it was a tough decision leaving school. It's never easy, especially, I mean, even your job, Chloe, like leaving something that's secure, even though it may not be something that you love is always extremely hard, but you have to reflect on your own thoughts and you have to be true to yourself because a lot of the times you're just lying to yourself, you know, like, oh, this is exactly what I want, but is it? Are you doing it for someone else? Right. And that even goes, we're not saying like quit your nine to job, nine to five job and do whatever you want. We're saying like, if you are an extremely unhappy person in that career, switching for something you're better at or more passionate about well just like just deciding and figuring out who you are like that in itself it doesn't matter even if you're in a career path that you love i feel like figuring out who you are at the core is the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself yeah because if you pursue like what's the who who coined the phrase pursue your purpose i'm not sure but it's great Uh, you hear it around yeah this is a solid phrase it's a good one you know really really uh Really fruitful. It's a fruitful phrase, but it's true because if you do pursue that, I mean, the sky's the limit when you're doing something that you really enjoy because you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go in, you're going to go hard. For me, I think that step was just taking that leap and not caring about what others think of you. Like when I started my social media and all of that, I didn't know that that was going to be my full-time career, but I did it because I saw potential in it. I loved it. I loved helping others through it. And I had to kind of take that leap without, no matter what anyone said, like my peers or my friends or my family, like it was just a weird thing that no one did. And I had to take that leap in order to know that, okay, I actually do love this. Yeah. And there, there's a weird, there's, there is definitely more to it. And especially for men, I feel like I know that women have the same, a lot of the same issues that men face, but I know that one core, um, you know, belief that our society has is that the man provides for the woman right Mm -hmm. so a lot of guys and a lot of my friends are doing stuff they don't like because they needed security and they need financial security and they need to be stable it's really hard doing chasing something that um doesn't provide immediately immediate reward Mm -hmm. that you have to you do have to weigh the risk because it's real like for you steve and chloe you guys both didn't know that balance would grow to where it is today but you still took that leap because you believed in it you had faith you were willing to work your ass off from the time you woke up to when you went to bed and that's the main thing too like if you work that hard at something like if you are the hardest worker in the room for no matter how long it takes you will succeed and that's another thing i want to touch on is you're not gonna automatically get into the job that you feel like is your purpose and it's perfectly aligned with you like that is one in a million for us it ended up being the perfect storm and we're so blessed for that but you have to know that every single job that you take first of all you're not above anything you need to look at it as a growth experience and get every single thing that you can out of it like squeeze it and get down all and dirty the juice in the out trenches of it. yeah like everything you can possibly learn like every shitty job that i've had i've learned so much from and that's what makes me good at what i do today and a good leader and a good you know designer and all the things that i do it could be like waitressing like i was so shy growing up and waitressing taught me how to literally raise my voice and speak up over a crowd and now I can speak to a crowd. You know, it's like the little things, they all are building blocks and it's all about the journey. You're not just gonna, it's not gonna fall into your lap. 
Exactly. You have to be willing to do the shit jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Got to clean the gutters every now and then. Get some scabies on your fingers. I've had that before, you know. It's terrible. When did you have that place in Lion Me? Scabies? No, you did have a shit job. Oh, I've had Jimmy yeah, John's? I've had my fair share. No, Jimmy he John's has is lots. all right. Scribing. <laughs> Shout out, <laughs> JJ. Shout out, JJ. <laughs> Freaky fat. Italian nightclub, add bacon and peppers. Mmm, that one's good. Nice drunk sandwich. Never pickles, this the sandwich ruiner. Those have been designed to ruin sandwiches. They make it. They make. Oh my God, pickles! We I could eat them. Love they were pickles. put on this planet to ruin every sandwich ever made. No, they I am convinced. The two boys hate pickles. The two ladies, we love pickles. <laughs> I wish I had a pickle juice all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Where are we going with it? Okay. Um, um. Well, but I, yeah, just one more thing to note about that. Like you said, squeeze every last drop out of your experiences that you have. As terrible as they may be, they're going to make you grow as a person. You're going to pick up skills. You're going to pick up traits that you didn't have before. Hopefully good ones. And you're also, you could realize that, hey, I actually don't love this and I'm miserable. So I need to get on out of here. You know what else that you need to do in every single job? Go in there with the mentality that you're going to be the best. But don't 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 do it in a uh, cocky way. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you're going to give it your 110% and you're going to strive to be the top of whatever it is. You you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. It'll you'll push yourself to be better and learn more and your supervisors are going to notice and you're always going to get better referrals. I, I mean, if you want to reach for a job that's way above your credentials if you have your supervisor backing you up and saying look this person is incredible the list goes on and on that means a lot too you have to push yourself wherever you are i don't care if you're working at mcdonald's at the drive-thru like be the best one be the best be the best bro yeah i love that btbb <laughs> okay so let's just talk about kind of like for us, I kind of mentioned what I feel like is my purpose and what I'm stepping into. And that may change as time goes on, because I think as as you grow and as you experience things, you become passionate about different problems that you want to solve. What do you guys feel like at this point in your lives? What lights you up? What do you feel like your current purpose is on this earth? Mm, that's so hard. I'm going to take it down to a smaller scale, just within balance, because... There, I mean, there's a lot right now that I I feel drawn to. And, like, there are things that I think that I I would love to be more involved in. And I, I can't commit to saying that it is something that is my purpose. But right now, I know that within this business, which is, um, I mean, we're a sm still a small business, but we're growing quickly. I think that uh, my biggest role right now is just to be a positive influence and a positive attitude and somebody that can um, be a good leader within the operations side of balance because there's a lot of people on the operations team and, and the entire team itself that, uh, I mean, everybody has such big potential in our brand right now. Um, and I just think being the best leader possible is something that I think is my purpose right now um, within the brand because Leadership and attitude are the, well, mostly attitude is the one of the biggest uh, 
attributes to the culture of the actual brand itself and the people within the brand. Mm -hmm. So if you can bring a good attitude to work and just be a, a light, light, Mm -hmm. you, it brings a lot. Yeah. I think that that is one thing that you, like we were saying earlier, are excellent at. Steve is the one to always keep things fun, always keep things positive. That's what you're great at. What do you feel like in your development in leadership? How do you feel like you're trying to grow? Like, what are you doing to grow in that realm? Um, I think, you know, a big, a big piece of it is giving responsibilities and duties away, mm-hmm. but yeah, delegating and trusting because you can't be a good leader if you can't, if you can't trust the people around you. So I think a big, something that I really, um, I'm trying to get better at is releasing some of the responsibility within balance to the people that I know are capable of, um, handling these things and really just trusting them, uh, with obviously with guidance to get done what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And in that, I think it really helps other people within the business grow. So it's part of being a leader in my opinion is really allowing people to unleash their full potential. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm trying to learn how to do and really uh, hone in on making the people around me better. For me, I feel like I like to make people feel good. So the fact that we create clothes that make people feel good, uh, no matter shape, size, anything like that is so fulfilling to me. And when I used to nutrition coach, making people feel good and feel that feel like they're their best selves, that's what really helped fulfill one of my purposes, I'd, I'd say. And then another one is to kind of bring people together. So having a community of people within Balance that work at Balance and then having an external group of men and women who are trying to find their balance through our social medias or anything like that, having a community of people and bringing people together is another passion of mine. Like even in high school, I would, I was friends with a ton of different groups of people. I didn't have just one group and I would always try and bring people together. That is your, like you're the change agent for bringing people together. Like for me, I feel like I am such a private and guarded person. And with this business, it's still a baby, you know? So it's like a little fire that can just be blown out like so quickly so I have been so protective and I'm so protective against adding people to the circle I'm like no new friends but Taylor she I think that you are a huge facilitator for the culture that balances I think both of you are but Taylor especially bringing people together because you are saying hey every single level of this company whether you're an executive or you're in you know a starting position We all get to come together and speak and communicate and create a community within ourselves. And then our customer base, we almost never call you guys customers. We call you like our balanced family or our balanced community. And that's how we truly see them. And I think you're a huge facilitator for that. And that's so important for our brand and our image and, you know, those kind of things. But truly like who we are and what's important to us and how we portray that. Yeah, no, it's important. Like you said, like, I feel like everyone has 
different purposes and purposes can change like you can be so passionate and fulfilled by one thing one day but then the next day you absolutely hate it and you want to find something new I feel like you have to be adaptive to these changes and figure out who you are because you are always evolving and always changing always and that's because you are just the sum of your experiences whether they're good or bad they make you into who you are and that's why every single year you can look back and say i'm a new person i think that's a key to like the evolution of yourself if you if you don't notice yourself changing that could be a potential problem and i'm not talking about like how empathetic you i mean the good attributes you want to keep there but if your interests kind of are are static mm-hmm. and you don't you know you don't really feel yourself reaching for anything new mm-hmm. sometimes that can lead to just things becoming stale mm-hmm. you, you you don't really you aren't really pushing yourself or growing yeah you feel like you're at a plateau or you feel like you're just like coasting by in life that's the thing that i have been thinking about a lot lately is we were just talking about school we go into school when we're how old what are we five and then we're in school for our entire lives until we're like 22 and then you know every single day we're learning we're being pushed to learn and then we leave school and we aren't pushed to learn anything besides what we do at work maybe but in our personal time if we're not trying to develop ourselves whether we're reading or listening to podcasts or you know just trying to get a new perspective on the world that is we're doing such a disservice to ourselves because we're wasting that growth that could happen that evolution i think everybody has a potential higher than than which they think they have i think everybody limits themselves you think i couldn't possibly do that or be that You have to surround yourself with people who've done it or people who you're trying to emulate or people you even look up to that push you because it's all about who you surround yourself with. If you are hanging out with the same people you did in high school, going out and drinking every weekend, like that's fine for some people. Some people love it. But if you really want to push yourself and grow and live to your potential, like your fullest potential in this life, you need to surround yourself by people who push you and uh, motivate you and support you for the people post-college if you're if you aren't advancing in your career you don't feel fulfilled you're going out and drinking every night and you're not like it's just the same thing every day you're not doing it right that's completely wrong yeah i'm sorry if this offends anyone but that i'm not i'm not sorry that is so toxic for you like that lifestyle it's cool in college but what are you doing and where, what do you want to be doing? Are you just turning your brain off because you're so fed up with everything you've been doing for so long that like you're just, you're done with it. That's a, that's a telltale sign. It's like you need to move on, do something else. They don't know how. They don't know where to go. They don't know who to be around. They've been stuck in the same routine their whole lives. Like how are these people going to change? I can only be so sympathetic for these people. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you straight up. I'm not going to beat around the bush. It's up to you. Nobody's going to do it for you. You need to, you need to step up to the plate and do better. Yeah. If you're, if you're living for the weekend, that is a personal problem and you need to make a lifestyle change. You need to want to wake up every morning and be happy to be alive. Like you need to start fueling your body with good food you need to start moving you need to start hanging out with people who lift you up 
You need to start waking up early and doing something for yourself. I don't care if you don't like to do it. Listen to a podcast, read, do yoga, do something. Yeah, start your day off and do it for yourself. Yeah, how are you going to learn anything about yourself if all you're doing is the same thing every, you know, every, every day, every weekend? It's like you really just got to sometimes you just got to step out of your comfort zone because I know that that's comfortable for a lot of people. I think that moving too, like if you've been in the same place your whole life, maybe you do explore other places. That way you're so pushed outside of your comfort zone. You are literally forced to grow in every single way, meeting people, experiencing new life things. Maybe it will take a huge move or even moving a couple hours away just to be around new life experiences for you to grow as a person. I know that we grew a lot moving in high school it's hard and especially in high school you almost hate your life and you're so angry at your parents and you have to move and all that but I'm so happy that we moved so much because we developed far beyond our years because of it and we learned how to make friends and we learned how to communicate and make people feel good we learned all that from having to move like that and so whether it's a move or just a huge lifestyle change you just have to do it right like, don't be afraid. You know, nothing's going to happen. No one's going to bite you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's going to be okay. They might bite you. I don't know. Yeah. We we have to stop living for the weekend. For sure. And, like, how are you supposed to fulfill the purpose that God has for you if you're just stuck doing the same things and living the same monotonous life? You can't. I, th- I even think, like, Steve moving to Colorado, you've completely changed, like, in a good way from indiana yeah because you grew up in in the same house your whole life in the same yeah. city i will say that i mean a lot of things happened during that time mm-hmm. um leaving medical school moving like six months later yeah that was a lot big change yeah. change is good the only consistent thing in life is change so if you can accept that and embrace it almost force it to happen you can just keep growing keep growing like you should just always be striving for your higher self always yeah i just want to add one more thing is that cool is that cool yeah so what we've said it's it's a lot and there's it's definitely hard to start a plan of action and as to how you're going to pursue your purpose or pursue your passion or allow your passions to create a purpose for yourself um take it one step at a time. Really, I would, I would say take a day or a week to evaluate where you're at and if you are happy there, because you might be, I mean, it might be something that's going on in your life. That's making you second guess what you, if you're, if you're really passionate or happy with what you're doing, or if you're actually following your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, so really evaluate it and be true to yourself because I know that a lot of people commit a lot of time to get into the career that they're in. So don't make any, you know, brash decisions. Do something to evaluate where you're at and go from there. Totally. Not everyone wants to go out and be an entrepreneur. Not everyone wants to go out and be a doctor. Uh, Just do what's right for you. Don't follow the trend. Don't think that you're not successful or ambitious if that's not what you're called to do. Like I said earlier, this isn't to make you quit your nine to five job it's just to help you open your eyes and 
realize that if you aren't happy, something in your life can be changed, you know, like don't be afraid to push for that. So there's just one last note that I want to leave you guys with, and it's that passion is where your energy and effort meets someone else's needs. That's when you realize passion lives in realizing what you have to contribute to the world. Don't wait. To live a life full of meaning and value, it doesn't one day fall into your lap. You go out and create it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. It came straight from the heart, and I hope that you guys got something out of it. We plan on releasing podcast episodes every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, so please be sure to subscribe, leave us a little review and a comment down below, and we will see you in the next one. Later. Later. Peace. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Balance Show. We'd also love to hear what you think. Please rate and review and reach out to us with any questions or topic you have for the team at podcast at balanceathletica.com.